Henry Kissinger died on Wednesday at the ripe old age of 100, and everybody's writing about it. But there are a whole lot of people alive today who really don't remember Henry Kissinger. But he was he was front and center for everything. I mean, he was, you know, he was in every foreign policy decision. Shuttle policy is something that he invented, all the Cold Wars. But he was also not without a lot of controversy, too. A lot of people that blamed him for some of the brutalities that happened abroad. By the same token, he won a Nobel Peace Prize. One man who really knew him is Richard Fisher. You know Richard Fisher as the uh, former uh, chairman and, and CEO of the Dallas Federal Reserve. But Right prior to that, he ran, he was vice chairman of Kissinger McClarty, Henry Kissinger's firm, and uh, continued his friendship. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. And I had the pleasure, uh, my wife and I, of having dinner with him on his 100th birthday, just four couples, um, which included Leonard Lauder and Mike Bloomberg. Uh, to celebrate his turning 100. And that was the last time I, I sat next to him. He had me as his dinner partner. That was the last time I saw Henry. And he and, was um, he was active right up until the very end. It seemed like he was still doing, you know, dipl- diplomatic missions. Yes, he made a trip to see uh, Xi Jinping in China. Uh, remember, he was the mastermind under President Nixon. Uh, rapprochement with China in order to box out Russia, which was successful at the time when Russia was, of course, uh, um, formerly head of the Soviet Union. Okay, let's stop. Let me let, let's back up. As I say, there's at least one generation out there who probably really doesn't know Henry Kissinger or, or who he was. So answer that question. Who was Henry Kissinger? He was an academic, as I remember, that, that Nixon plucked out of Harvard, right? Right. He also, to start, he was an escapee of Nazi Germany. He's Jewish, came to the United States and later fought for the United States in the U.S. Army in the battles in Europe. People forget that. So he goes that far back. He got a Ph.D. at Harvard, became a professor at Harvard. And then um, he had met uh, Nelson Rockefeller, who was running for various offices, wanted to be president of the United States, et cetera. And through Nelson Rockefeller, he was introduced to Richard Nixon, President Nixon. And that's where he served both as national security advisor and secretary of state. At the same time. (laughs) That's right, which is very rare. And he went on from there to advise every president since all the way through Donald Trump. The only president he did not have a good relationship with uh, was um, President Obama. Because President Obama had a very left-wing view of Henry. All the negative things that our listeners are going to read about is what he dwelled on. And if I recall correctly, he only invited him once to see him, that is President Obama, and he he asked him to join a group, which he just didn't do with Henry. Every other president, including Donald Trump, uh, used him as back channels for China and other diplomatic missions. And he did an awful lot. And right now, we have this problem with Hamas and with Palestine and with Israel. People forget during the Yom Kippur War, uh, both Egypt and another country were attacking and trying to destroy Israel. And Kissinger negotiated that uh, also by flying in enormous amounts of armistice and weapons into Israel and then negotiating the deal to put an end to the Yom Kippur War. So it's interesting for me, knowing him, 
having had the pleasure of knowing him for many years, to see that what is happening right now with regard to Israel-Palestine, we just do not have the same capacity for the kind of brain that Kissinger had to bring an end to a war that people have already forgotten about. So he did an awful lot of things, a lot of things he was criticized for, the bombings in Cambodia. He wanted to bring an end, uh, for which he got a Nobel Peace Prize to the Vietnam War, even though it took two more years to get that done. He was fiercely anti-communist. He's the only uh, person I know who met with every Chinese leader, starting with Mao, and that's what he negotiated on behalf of President Nixon, the rapprochement with uh, China, mm -hmm. again, in order to contain the Soviet Union at the time. You so obviously he, made it over. You became a personal friend of his. But, but so tell me about the, about the other side of the man, because the other side that we read about is that, you know, he had to fly in private jets and had to have a big security yeah. entourage, and he dated Jill St. John and just <laughs> loved, loved the limelight. I would have loved to have dated Jill St. John. Yeah, of course, I was, a, I was a small child at the time, but still. <laughs> no, I never had that with Henry. I mean, I've traveled with him a lot. We traveled, uh, did business in England. We did business in Latin America and elsewhere. Uh, I never saw what people consider to be the arrogant side of him. He was very gentle with me, um, was very helpful in my understanding history. He was a huge fan of Prince Metternich and the uh, Treaty of Vienna and that history. And I think that's where he took a lot of his own playbook from. And he imparted that wisdom in an almost fatherly way to me. And um, the thing that I always got a kick out of with Henry is he would always ask me to explain the economy to him because he said, I understand so much, but I don't understand the economy. And that was our relationship. In fact, it is the last dinner we had with him on his 100th birthday, after everybody left the table, he asked me to stay behind. And he said, okay, what's the problem with the banking system right now? What's the crisis in Silicon Valley? Can you walk me through this? And we sat there um, and talked for another half hour about the U.S. economy and what the risks were. And he always used to say, you're my economic tutor, which was quite an honor given his prodigious brain. <laughs> So is there anybody like that? Is there a coming no, Henry Kissinger? No. no, there isn't anybody like that. I wish we had that now. We don't have anybody that even comes near. And it doesn't matter if you're Republican or Democrat. The point is you need someone who understands realpolitik, which he was a master of, and understands the complexity of the world and what the motivations are for each side on either argument. Uh, so, you know, and also, remember, during the Watergate scandal and the whole resignation issue and how what led up to it with Nixon. He was the only associate of Richard Nixon's who was untainted. And in fact, during that whole process, Time magazine had him on the cover dressed as Superman, <laughs> and it was Super K for all he was able to do, even under the duress that President Nixon was suffering at the time. He's a remarkable individual, and I'm very saddened by his death. And, and and obviously a very special friend, Richard Fisher. Uh, Ambassador Richard Fisher, a close friend of Henry Kissinger. It's always good to have you with us, sir. Uh, thank you. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.